morning. This is Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, April the 21st, 2021. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are Ayin, Shin, and Shin. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the spirit of counsel and the spirit of might. The declaration today reads this, Ayin speaks volumes, materializing and multiplying what we focus on and engage with as an heir of Yahweh, hearing of the word of Yahweh and allowing that word to change us to become more like him, a place of action where we are all purified and live in the all-consuming fire of Yahweh's heart. Now, today's declaration begins to remind me of a scripture in Habakkuk 2, and Habakkuk 2 says this, I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower, and I will watch to see what he will say and what I will answer when I am reproved. And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tablets, that he may run that reads it. So as I begin to look at the the, the place of Ayin, I begin to see, as we already know, that Ayin is also a word, and it talks about the place of the eye. But have you ever thought about the fact that there really, in and of ourselves, we have more than one eye? And, or more than two eyes, if you will. We have the two eyes of our flesh that allow us to see. But then there's a mind and an an ayin, if you will, or an eye of our intellect. That's how we begin to understand knowledge and we begin to understand, you know, uh, the, the way things work and how they work together. And there's a seeing that goes on inside of our minds. Now, what do I mean by that? Think about an idea. An idea is a perfect example. Suddenly, an idea strikes you because you see a situation where something needs to be fixed or there may be an easier way of doing something, and suddenly your mind comes up with an idea. Well, that's the place of where your mind is beginning to see something because really it's beginning to form something that may not exist. And if that's the case, then the wheels are beginning to turn inside of the mind of being able to see how to be able to create that idea, how to come up with that witty invention, and then be able to put it to use as it as it as you saw it from your place of your mind. See, then our spirit man also has eyes. I know for me, when when Yahweh took me into the secret place, and I've I've told this story some here on the podcast, but I've, I must talk about it again here because. I remember the time that Yahweh took me into the secret place and and Yahweh reached out his hand and asked me to step inside of him so that I could look and see through his eyes. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. It it bothered me at first, not in the sense that uh, that that I wanted to, that I didn't want to do it because I did. Every part of my being was crying out. I'm just giving you the expression of what I felt immediately when he said that, because it was almost like I. It was like, Yahweh, haven't I been seeing through your eyes already? But I've learned to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> it was just something that was going on in my spirit, I, and I immediately dismissed it. And I and I and I reached out and I grabbed his hand and I said, "Yes, I want to see through your eyes." And as I stepped inside of him, I began to realize that I was standing on the foundation of his heart. And that his heart was beating beneath my feet. As a matter of fact, I looked down at my feet and instead of seeing my feet, I saw only my ankles or just uh, just below my shins because my feet seemed to be implanted into his heart. 
particularly that septum that separates the upper and the lower part of the heart. It was embedded within that area right there. And it started to make a lot more sense because I remember as a kid thinking about, you know, the old the old story about the, the house that's built on the sand versus the house that's built on the rock. Well, in my simplicity of thought, what I used to think was, well, yeah, but if even if I build a house on a, on a rock and a good wave comes along, if it's not attached to that rock or, or have, have, a, have a foundation that's built into the rock, then even that house is going to be knocked off of the rock. And it made sense to me when I saw my feet inside of his heart, because then I knew that the, my feet were then were anchored into the foundation of him. And it's from that place that I knew no matter what happened, that I was secure and anchored. That this hope was an anchor to my soul, knowing that I was secure in the very center of his heart. And it was from there that my feet rose up and, and my body was through here and my head was directly behind his eyes. Now, it's silly because just the way I think, but I, re I remember seeing stories about, you know, how humans would get inside of, of robots and walk around as robots. And generally, whenever they were, when their control room was actually right behind the eye of the robot. And funny enough, that's exactly how I saw this going on with Yahweh. No, Yahweh, no, Yahweh's not a robot, but it was the way that my, uh, my mind understood it because it, it was as if I was standing right behind the two windows of his eyes and looking through both of his eyes. As I began to see that the first thing that hit me was the overall love that he had for everyone. I began to see the interconnectedness of everything. I began to see how how uh, not only in the, the fact that Jews and Gentiles, slave and free, all were connected together as one that he, each one of us, every son, every person on the human race and every person that's here is connected together in him because he, he has given each one of us a portion of himself. And each one of us express a beautiful expression of a portion of Yahweh himself. The way that I like to see that is the diamond of Yahweh. And you guys have heard me talk about that before. And so it's in that place, but that, that not only did I see how we were all connected together, but his overwhelming love that he had for everyone. Well, over the next several days, I began to meditate on just the, the whole situation because many times I get a lot more just by thinking about what happened and start asking questions. And one of the questions that suddenly came up a couple of days later was this. I said, wait a minute. Yahweh, you've told me that the secret place of you and I is right here inside of my heart. And if that's the case, and you asked me to step inside of you to look through your eyes from the place of being inside of my heart. I asked, is there yet another set of eyes that you and I both look through? And it hit me because I there was. There were these eyes right here, the eyes of my flesh. Now, I know that that may that may throw you a little bit. You're saying, oh, well, how's that the case? Well, just follow me out. Follow out the, the process of what I'm talking about here, because it started to make sense because suddenly Yahweh asked me two questions right after that. What do you see and how do you see it? You see, the way that I see something will really 
affect the way that Yahweh and I see it together. Matter of fact, there's a place in the Talmud that talks about this. And I'm going to cut into what it's uh, uh, what it's talking about, but it's in Sukkah 52a, and it says this. If it is wonderful in the eyes of the remnant of those people, now the remnant of those people that Yahweh is talking to as he's talking to the people of Israel is this, uh, is the people who were there during the time of Messiah, Mashiach, the place where we now are. And he said this, if it is wonderful in the eyes of the remnant of those people, it will also be wonderful in my eyes. Now, I wasn't even trying to find that scripture I was actually looking at something else completely different and Yahweh led me to that place where I began to realize that I had a responsibility with the way that I saw things. And suddenly the scripture made more sense when I heard Yeshua say, I only do what I see the Father do. Because even Yeshua, having made himself fully, even though he was fully God, made himself fully man, had to choose to look past that place of his flesh, to look through his eyes, but realize that even his flesh had a way of looking at it. And he chose to look at it by the way that the Father looked at it. Changes everything. Because see, that is where we, the word, and what, what we see begins to change us to become more like him. Because we're doing what we see the Father do. This is the place of action where we're purified and live in the all-consuming fire of Yahweh's heart. The fire that is burning inside of us, that's standing us upon that, the foundation of the very center of his heart and allowing us to see and in and in and from that place begin to burn with the holy fire of Kadosh. The holy fire of his holiness burning inside of us. 